We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And this morning, we turn our attention to the newest region of the Diocese of Pittsburgh that's been formed to support Catholic elementary schools, the South Region. It's, the, it's a large geographic area stretching from the South Hills of Pittsburgh to Robinson Township in the west down to Washington, Pennsylvania, farther south. It's also diverse, moving densely populated suburbs south of the city to small towns and also rural, rural areas. In a new model of regional elementary schools, a governing board of pastors and lay leaders provides expertise and oversight to all schools within a region supported by a regional administrator. Every parish and grouping is represented whether or not there is a school on its property. And currently there are 13 elementary schools in the South region, four of which are merging into one school with two campuses, and that is at St. Bernard in Mount Lebanon, St. Thomas More in Bethel Park. My guest this morning is Sharon Lockram brown She is the co-principal of Our Lady of the Grace and St. Bernard Schools in the South Hills, and she's also the new regional administrator of the South Regional Catholic Elementary School System. Sharon, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you. I, I uh, had you on my show a few years ago, and uh, I saw you at Mass um, a few months ago. Uh, we had a nice Mass in honor of your mom, so my sympathies for you and your family, and great to, great to have you here this morning. Thank you. Now, first, tell our listeners about your background. You have uh, a great background in, in education, almost 30 years. You originally are from Johnstown, but you've worked in the Diocese of Pittsburgh uh, for many years, and you have a wonderful uh, reputation here in the Diocese, and I know you uh, for a long time, too. So tell our listeners this morning about uh, how you got here uh, to Pittsburgh from Johnstown. Well, actually, my parents um, were from Swissville, and oh, I was born in Swissville, so originally um, I spent the first five years of my life here in Pittsburgh, and then we moved to Johnstown, which is where I grew up, mm-hmm. um, and went to St. Francis University in Loretto, um, where I met my husband, and um, so that brought us back to uh, Pittsburgh. I started in the uh, north side teaching, and, it, and saying almost 30 was very kind. It's over 30 years over 30. <laughs> that I started teaching in the Diocese of Pittsburgh, and um, my husband and I live in Monongahela, which is part of now the new St. Andrew the Apostle Parish. And for many years, um, and my children and I spent many years at Madonna Catholic Regional School here in the Midmont Valley, 
um, before I moved to Our Lady of Grace seven years ago as the principal there. So um, I've spent a lot of time in the Diocese of Pittsburgh uh, and am pleased to be um, a part of this great tradition. You're uh, part of St. Andrew Parish, which is a new parish in Monongahela. Rev Kev, Father Kevin Dominic, uh, is your pastor, a wonderful guy. And uh, his birthday and my birthday, we share the same birthdays in November. So he's uh, him and I are well well connected. We always uh, get a birthday card from each other um, because of our birthdays. So that's kind of neat. One of the goals in regionalizing the elementary schools is to share resources. Uh, How will you do that? And what are you learning uh, from what the North Hills and the Pittsburgh East Regional Schools have done? So, of course, the North Hills has now completed over three years of this process and had um, is the most uh, successful and the most time. The right. Pittsburgh East is, you know, finishing its first years. So, Which I'm part of that this one, is, so we're following. <laughs> yeah. Correct. So um, I think that one of the best things that we can do as far as sharing resources is exactly that goal of On Mission for the Church Alive, which is collaboration and being able to um, really work together to try to sustain Catholic education, to make us stronger, not just financially, but really to um, bring people together as well as uh, the financial resources so that we can make sure that Catholic education is moving towards a stronger, uh, sustainable future. So um, I certainly am anxious to learn from both the North and the East uh, we have, especially over these past few months, been working very closely. Michelle Peduto, our director of Catholic schools, has brought the regional administrators together um, for a twice-a-week team meetings. And so I have been um, very pleased and blessed to be working closely with both Mike Kilmeyer from the North and Joe Rossi from the East trying to build a strong team, which I think is um, going to be extremely helpful to the entire diocese. You learn from their resources and their experiences, and now as you start the South region, obviously, yeah, it's, it's it's a team effort. There's nobody by themselves on this, and you do definitely have a lot of great support and a lot of great resources, too. Now, during this school year that just ended this past week, you had two challenges that no one saw this coming, uh, beginning to merge four schools into one school with two campuses, plus dealing with the pandemic. And it was a double whammy uh, for everybody. Uh, And for you, I know if anyone can do it, you can do it. Um, First, let's talk about the merger, who will lead the new school there in uh, the South Hills, and how is enrollment going? Um, I'm pleased to um, announce that enrollment is going very well. We have over 600 students between um, our two buildings, and uh, that is growing every day. Of course, we had just started the enrollment process when we closed down for the pandemic, and so we've had some challenges there. But one of the things we have been able to do is to hire the principal, which 
Uh, Mrs. Lynn Lynch, who was the principal at St. Thomas More, will be the principal. And recently, we also hired an assistant principal, um, Amy O'Keefe, who has been a teacher at St. Bernard's and also has her administrative um, certification, is going to be the assistant principal. So um, I think we have a great leadership team there in the merger who I've been working closely with. We will start um, now that we have ended our school year this week. We'll be able to start hiring teachers and moving forward. The merger, I think, is going extremely well. We've had um, weekly implementation committees, so I feel like that's really um, going as well as expected and even surpasses my expectations given the challenges that we have. Yeah, with the pandemic and stuff, you had to kind of switch gears, plus also deal with the merger too. So, And now that the school year has ended now, obviously the merge mode and getting the final ducks in order, so to speak, you know, getting everybody lined up. And uh, the South Hills is really near and dear to my heart because I grew up in the Carrick-Overbrook section of the city of Pittsburgh, and it's not that far from uh, Lebanon, uh, Castle Shan, and Bethel Park. So I know that area very well, and uh, that whole area, just just like the whole city of Pittsburgh, you come together, you're stronger together, and uh, it it, it will work out definitely because Pittsburgh and the South Hills is such a tight-knit community, and they're all tight-knit communities uh, close together. So uh, change is different, but it it will work out. Now, when the diocese closed all the schools back on March 16th, you had to move quickly uh, to transition to the online learning. And now that the summer's here, looking back, let's kind of evaluate, how does that go? Because that wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. I feel as though it went again. (laughs) far better than we could have ever expected. We took one week to get our teachers to some professional development, get a plan together. We surveyed parents throughout the process, and of course um, that was very difficult for some of our families, those that were working, those were that were at home, the whole situation. But on the whole, our Catholic schools um, did a fabulous job. Our teachers did a phenomenal job. Many of them who were not at all trained in some of the um, platforms that we were using, some um, it was a seamless if they had been doing blended learning and using Google Classroom, but for some of our teachers that was a real challenge and um, overwhelmingly our teachers and students across the diocese did a phenomenal job um, in that. very difficult circumstances. Yeah. Now, I, we have a minute and a half, but I really want to ask this question. It's a sensitive subject for um, for, the, for everybody. The director of Catholic Schools, Michelle Peduto, had to tell principals and teachers a week ago Friday that due to questions about reopening guidelines for the schools in the fall, uh, there, there's a need to pause before completing teacher contracts. And there's a lot of questions right now, but I don't want to ignore that question. But can you tell us uh, about some various educational options uh, for the fall? Absolutely. Of course, that was necessary due to the uncertainty about what we are doing in the fall. Just yesterday, PDE, um, Pennsylvania Department of Education, gave the guidelines initial guidelines for opening. 
Um, we actually are beginning a diocesan educational um, COVID planning team. There, of course, has been a diocesan COVID team in place all along. But uh, as far as the educational planning team, we are planning um, getting together this team as early as today to start looking at those guidelines, looking at all of the options that were given to us by the state, um, as well as our own health and safety teams and protocols. So I think that, you know, we all hope to be back in the classroom um, as soon as possible, but we look at a brick and mortar, a hybrid system, as well as um, being prepared if we need to be virtual um, again. Okay, good. Good question and good answer. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, the pastor of St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Point Breeze, and Wilkinsburg section of the city of Pittsburgh. And my guest this morning on this Sunday, June 7th, is Sharon Lockwood-Brown. She is the new regional administrator of the South Regional Catholic Elementary School System serving in the South Hills. Now, Sharon, the South Regional Catholic Elementary Schools Advisory Board uh, will become a governing board on July 1st. That's just a month away. Uh, Father David Pecking of Archangel Gabriel Parish in Robinson Township, Kennedy, and McKees Rocks will continue as, a, as the board chair. How will this change help improve uh, Catholic education? Well, I am um, very excited to work with this board, which has both clergy members and um, laypersons serving on the advisory board. Um, Of course, there's been some clergy changes, and so some of the people that have been on the advisory board may be moving on to different things as far as clergy, as well as the lay people will have um, the opportunity to determine whether they will continue when it becomes a governing board. But this board, of course, will work together for the entire region and has expertise um, both in Catholic education as well as we have um, other people that have their own um, specialties and expertise in finance and marketing and education on the whole. So I think that bringing, once again, people together to collaborate for one common goal can only um, help to improve Catholic education and move it to the future. And I also am very much looking forward to um, continuing to get to work with Father David Pecking as well. Yeah, he's a great guy. And in my experience, uh, when I was in Swickley with the regional uh, North Hills region and then now in the East End with the East Regional, the board is very, very um, needed in all the people's various expertise and talents uh, help the regional administrator to, to kind of keep things going, and they, they assist with the principals too. So it's everybody's working together, as I mentioned in the earlier seven. It's a team effort to do that. Now, what's your message to parents about potential successes of, of the regional schools? First of all, Obviously, we want the parents to continue to trust our um, wonderful product of academic excellence and faith formation, as well as giving students the opportunity to learn, live, and love Jesus, all of those things. Um, 
Again, there is some change from moving from parish schools to regional schools, but the um, the underlying mission, of course, remains the same. So my message to parents would be to continue to trust that we will be working to provide the best education and environment for all of the students that we are um, blessed to partner with those parents with for their formation. Mm-hmm. And as we were talking about, you know, change is not always easy. In moving from parish schools to a regional school, we're trying to, to change not only a model that's been around for more of a century, and this is the way we've always done it, but the mindset, and that's that's not easy to do. How, how do you do that? How do you change the mindset? Well, um, <laughs> with prayer, I would think would be a good place to start. Let's start every day with praying and um, asking for the Holy Spirit to guide us because that is really what we believe is um, guiding this entire change with the church. We look to say, okay, we believe that um, we know that the quality and the importance of Catholic education, but we do um, need to rely on prayer to help to guide us. And again, I think that one of the best ways that we can change any, adapt to any change is also to be open to it and to um, look for the positive and the gifts that change brings to us and um, always keeping in mind what our general mission is. And I think that that's probably the best way. And hopefully a year from now, um, we'll be able to say, well, we had some tough times at the beginning with the pandemic, but that uh, this change has been overwhelmingly um, positive. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to, you'll have to have me back on, and we'll hopefully we'll be saying the same things for the new South region. Definitely, yeah. Um, and and I I personally look at changes obviously not easy, but it's good. You know, I I just merged uh, three parishes to form St. Mary Magdalene back in January. You formed your uh, parishes there down in Monongahela and um, Monongahela. Um, Denora, Denora and Charleroi. Charleroi mm-hmm. to become St. Andrew. So think the parishes are changing and the schools are changing too. And and sometimes that's not easy, but you bring in all the, the traditions together and you form a stronger community and you grow from it. And obviously there's some speed bumps, uh, of course, uh, some little ups and downs at the beginning, but then you learn and you grow and uh, new friendships and new traditions uh, form. Now, you began your long career in Catholic education as a teacher, then became a principal, and now you're the regional administrator. You've seen a lot of change over 30-plus years. Are you hopeful about the future of Catholic schools and the regionalization? Of course. I, um, As I said before, I believe that the Spirit is guiding us. I believe that... Um, although change is different and the models are different, that Catholic education is so important to the um, to the life of our church. So I believe that all of these changes will be good. We here in the um, Midmont Valley began a regional school over 20 years ago, and um, I was pleased to watch that that made our school as well as our parishes 
stronger and it made the um, changes of our parish coming together simpler because people have um, adapted to those changes. So I do um, believe it's for the best and that ultimately it does make us um, better. Make us stronger. Now, one final question before we conclude. Uh, how can parents and parishioners help you continue to provide spiritually vibrant, academically excellent, and financially stable schools that families can afford? What role can, can the parents and parishioners play? Um, well, obviously, we need financial support. We also need um, we need our parents to keep sending those children to us. Um, we know that it is a financial um, difficulty, but I know that if at all possible, our diocese and our leaders try to make it possible for anyone who wants a Catholic education. And, of course, we ask that all parents, parishioners, and all stakeholders in our schools continue to pray for us because... Um, we certainly need that power of prayer. And so um, even when people cannot support us financially, we certainly can use volunteers and um, we'll always take those prayers for guidance and a strong future. And as I say, it's, it's an investment. You're investing um, something. Education is something that is so important in a person's life. So when parents and grandparents, they make an investment uh, for their for the future in investing in the schools. And there's so many wonderful benefactors out there to help uh, families uh, obtain scholarships. Uh, you, you make that investment, we're, we're preparing for the future. And you can't put a price tag on that. That's something that you see the fruits uh, as the kids grow. Um, definitely, it's, it's a wonderful investment. Amen. Sharon Bound, the administrator of the new South Regional Catholic Elementary School Systems, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you so much for having me, Father Tom. We'll be back in a moment. This week in our plus segment, I want to feature uh, again the reflection. This weekend is as we celebrate Trinity Sunday today. God is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's one of those great mysteries of our faith. And the Trinity is one of the hardest things to explain, because how can God be three but equal to be one? But the Trinity, it remains a mystery, for God is one God uh, in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. When we make the sign of the cross, uh, when we come into Mass, when we sing the Gloria, we celebrate the Trinity, and we, we recall that God's invitation to us is to be close to Him. So the Trinity is praying to God our Father, and he gave us the Son, Jesus, who walked on this earth, and then he gives us the gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit, to continue on to be disciples of the Lord and to preach and to teach and to share the good news. So God's invitation to us is to share in the life of the Trinity, and he doesn't exclude us. And now more than ever, we need uh, to be strength and also pray for peace and healing in our world on this blessed day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.